Today, we're diving deep into the hidden world of microtransactions in popular games like Marvel Snap, and you won't believe what I've found. Have you ever wondered why it's so hard to stop buying those in-game items, even when you know that you shouldn't? What if I told you that these games are designed to tap into your brain in ways you can't even imagine? I'm going to explore how these games use psychological tactics that could cost you more than just money. And I'll uncover how these tiny transactions are carefully engineered to hook us, tapping into our deepest desires for completion and achievement. The deeper I go, the more shocking the revelations. Trust me, what I've found will change the way that you see your favorite games forever. And who am I? I am Dr. Salman Aziz Mirza, triple board certified in adult psychiatry, child and adolescent psychiatry, and addiction medicine. And don't tell my wife, but I've dumped hundreds of dollars into that little square on my phone. But hey, at least my Enchantress card is bah, chef's kiss. Remember when games were all about skill and progress through levels? Well, things have changed. The introduction of microtransactions has shifted the focus from pure gameplay to monetization strategies. It's no longer just about playing the game. It's about engaging players in a way that encourages them to open their wallets. And the shift has fundamentally altered how we play and interact with games. From waiting for energy refills to making purchases for faster progress, our gaming strategies are now intertwined with microtransactions. But is this shift benefiting the players or is it just a clever way for companies to boost their profits? Have you ever found yourself repeatedly drawn to those small, often tempting in-game purchases? It's not just you. There's a whole psychology behind microtransactions in games, a method carefully crafted to appeal to our inner desires. Let's start by asking, why are those microtransactions so alluring? Picture this, you're playing your favorite game, like my current obsession, Marvel Snap. And there it is, a rare item or a unique skin, like that dope Miles Morales nullified variant, just to click away. Well, $200 over a month of clicks away, but you get me. What's really happening in your mind at that moment? The truth is, these microtransactions are designed to tap into our basic psychological needs, the desire for completion, the thrill of chance, and the satisfaction of progress. They created just one more feeling, keeping us coming back for more. But here's where it gets even more intriguing. The impact of these microtransactions goes beyond just the game itself. To start to influence our behavior, our spending habits, and even how we value time and money. For example, do I buy the $20 bundle to get a random card variant that I may never use, or worse, hate because ugh, it's an awful pixel variant? Well, I can always justify it because at least I'll get credits towards the end goal of getting miles, so click and purchase. It's a blend of excitement and anticipation mixed with a dash of potential regret, as well as always being able to tell yourself a comforting explanation. Let's zoom in on a specific example, Marvel Snap. This game has gained notoriety not just for its award-winning gameplay, but for its arguably predatory approach to microtransactions. Marvel Snap breaks away from traditional card game monetization. Instead of randomized card packs, it uses a model where you level up your collection by upgrading cards you already own. But what's the catch? The genius, or perhaps the cunning, of this model lies in its subtlety. It encourages you to spend on upgrades, creating a cycle where spending feels like progress. This might seem less intrusive than other models, but it's designed to keep you engaged and spending. It also uses classic microtransaction strategies such as having its own in-game currency of boosters, gold, credits, and tokens that each can be spent on different in-game items. 
but also so that you get confused about how much actual money these items are worth, as well as skins of cards you already have, through elusive variants using famous comic book artists. Who wants a boring, flat, standard issue Iron Man card when you can get an animated gold crackle on gold border on gold finish Gary Chu version? Do they play differently? No. But this one looks so much cooler. So yeah. Lately, there has been additional controversy through the introduction of the Spotlight Cash System, as well as the Album System. The Spotlight Cash System introduced an additional element of gambling, as players must use a key that they have earned, another currency I'd forgotten, to unlock access to the new card and or exclusive variants that come out every week. While there will be weeks where you get that card that you wanted on your first key, there are others where you have to use all four keys. That wouldn't be too much of a problem, but someone on Twitter sat down and figured out that each key is worth about $160 worth of game progression. And that album system? Well, the rewards or exclusive variants or cardbacks or emotes to use are there to lure you to complete each album, consisting of having collected 12 specific variants. The math on that one? A completed album would cost you up to $240. So yeah. Have you ever felt the frustration of facing opponents in a game who have clearly spent more money to gain an advantage? Or in this content creator economy of Twitch or YouTube, have you felt the obligation of making sure that you have a complete collection of cards with the latest variants, each of them fully upgraded, in order to ensure that people are watching your content? This pay to win or stay ahead approach not only upsets the balance of fair play, but can also lead to significant frustration and competition amongst players. But it's not just about fairness in gameplay or content creation. The constant pressure to spend in these games can take a toll on our mental health, leading to anxiety and even addictive behaviors. This brings us to a critical question. How do microtransactions affect our social skills and overall well-being? Consider this. As we spend more time and money chasing virtual achievements, are we sacrificing real-life social interactions and skills? The constant engagement with the virtual economies can shift our focus away from meaningful personal relationships, as well as our relationships with our finances. The reality is, while these games offer entertainment and a sense of achievement and mastery, they can also create a sense of isolation and encourage unhealthy spending habits. After all, it's a lot easier to hide virtual purchases of card variants like this awesome Spider-Man symbiote variant than it is to hide the CGC-graded 9.8 comic book from 1991 in its big protective case that I bought, I mean, you could hypothetically buy on eBay. It's crucial for gamers to find that balance, recognizing when a game stops being just a game and starts impacting their real life. Let's jump into the predatory psychology of microtransactions a little bit more. Imagine the thrill of opening a loot box that suspends the possibility of a rare, valuable item. This is no accident, it's a psychological ploy. It's akin to the highs and the lows of gambling, triggering a dopamine response, keeping you in a cycle of anticipation and reward. But here's the catch. This isn't just about chance. It's about exploiting human nature. Impulse buying is encouraged through limited time offers, preying on our FOMO or fear of missing out. Simultaneously, loss aversion is at play. We're more afraid of losing out than excited by gaining. This combination creates a potent urge to spend. And let's not leave gambling quite yet. The random nature of loot boxes coupled with real money transactions of course mirrors gambling habits. This can be addictive, drawing players into a cycle of spending and chasing elusive rewards. The ethical dilemma here is clear. These practices target vulnerabilities in human psychology, often impacting young or susceptible players. 
It also opens the door to gambling in other realms, including the unavoidable push for sports betting apps. Working in addiction medicine, I've seen the impact of gambling on people's lives. For every viral video of someone winning a life-changing amount of money on a ridiculous $5 parlay, there are hundreds if not thousands or millions of individuals who are losing money out of their bank accounts, food off their tables, a roof over their heads, and family members and friends, which can all lead to worsening mental health issues like depression, substance misuse, high-risk behaviors, legal consequences, and yes, even suicide. As we start to wrap up this discussion on microtransactions, it's important to recognize that the world of gaming is not all doom and gloom. There's a brighter side to this story. Gaming creates vibrant online communities, fostering friendships across the globe. For many, it's more than entertainment. It's a means of making a living and supporting families. The key lies in balance and awareness. Being aware of the pitfalls of microtransactions is crucial. Know your limits, understand when to step away, and maintain regular check-ins with friends and family to ensure that gaming remains a positive part of your life, not a dominating force. Gaming can be a wonderfully enriching experience, provided we approach it with mindfulness and responsibility. Spending money to get those Archer variants of Invisible Woman or Magic or Jean Grey or White Queen, well, that can be okay too, if you have the money, budget it out for that, and are able to stay within your means. The intersection of gaming, responsibility, and mental health is complex. It's not just about the games we play, but how we play them and the support systems that we have in place. If you feel like you do have issues with these limits, make sure to reach out for help. I've included some links to resources in the video description, so make sure to check those out and share with whoever needs it. If you found this video insightful, please like, share, and subscribe for more content. Your engagement helps spread awareness about these important topics. And don't forget to comment below with your experiences and thoughts on gaming and mental health. Let me know your thoughts on Marvel Snap and similar games with microtransactions. Or let me know what variant you can't wait to get. Until next time, stay healthy and safe and be well.